welcome back, everybody. Uh, Dustin's vinyl. Good to see everybody. This is exciting. Uh, it's uh, could you spotlight me, Jay? And uh, it's good to be here. Um, and I'm in Los Angeles still, and uh, that's been kind of crazy. Today, I went to my first record store. Uh, I'm not going to say the name of the record store, but uh, you know. <sighs> I feel like it was a little judgy. I don't know if you've ever been to a record store where they, uh, well, first of all, I, I'm, I'm a big, like I've been to so many record stores in my lifetime. And, uh, I feel like the number one thing that's important is when you walk into a record store, um, music should be playing. If music's not playing in a record store, it is very awkward. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of like, uh, going into a brothel and, uh, the hookers are in turtlenecks, like something's off. Like you need to have a little bit of intrigue. And so I walked in and it, it was just like, you know, the, the record had finished. So you just hear the humming of the, of the needle kind of hitting the thing. And it was just horrible. And then, um, the, the collection was good. It was, uh, organized and everything, but, uh, you know, it was, uh, they didn't have hardly any like uh, rock because what I wanted was some LA rock. I was like, you know, I'm in, I'm in LA. I want some Guns, guns and Roses, some LA guns, you know. And they just had a very small section. Everything else was like folk. Nothing wrong with folk, but seriously, like nobody's really buying that much folk. Like they had a room full of folk and then a tiny little hard rock section the only thing they had was a poison vinyl and it was like i was afraid to buy it because i thought they would ban me from the store because that's how judgy they were but uh <laughs> it was still good to go into a record store uh, at this time for sure and then some guy was giving away grapefruits because it's los angeles and apparently everybody has a grapefruit tree i didn't know this and so um but it was fun so i, I didn't buy anything i just kind of browsed because it didn't quite click with me but i'm excited to hit a bunch of other record stores but I did purchase something and uh, for my new apartment, um, you know, uh, if you guys want to send me housewarming gifts, I, I, could, I will, I'll give you my address after the show. But um, I got a new turntable and I haven't opened it yet. And this is pretty exciting because um, I had the original turntable that I had was kind of a Panasonic and uh, it was old school Panasonic. And it's, it was one of those cheap ones, actually. It was kind of ones where it's like all in a box. Like it's one box, but it looks like it's individual, like amplifier and, and turntable, but it's not. It's just it just it's real shitty, but it has <laughs> it has like the lines, so it looks like it. But I got it at like a Salvation Army, and then I started really getting into vinyl over the past few years, but I never upgraded my turntable. So I did a lot of research trying to find the perfect turntable. And I eventually, you know, I didn't want to go too crazy with the price. And so I went with a Fluance. It's uh, Fluance, which is F-L-U-A-N-C-E. And uh, it's a very nice looking turntable. Very excited about it. It has the weighted arm, which is important because a lot of times you buy uh, records and, um, you know, they're not the thick quality. So they kind of bounce around on your turntable. So it's important to have a turntable that has a little bit of weight to the arm because it allows the uh, you know the system to kind of like keep it in place. Because a lot of times it's like, especially if you buy a lot of like Goodwill records, you know, Salvation Army bands, things like that, you're gonna get some banged up records. And so in order to keep those records, you know, kind of centered in and not skipping around, you need a weighted arm. So this, this is the turntable. I'm obviously, I gotta put the whole thing together. Maybe I'll do that during the show when Jeff's talking. But uh, <laughs> this is really exciting for me. I got a, I got a big boy turntable. Um, I'm very excited to uh, play some cool records on here. And uh, 
Yeah, so I went with the Fluance, and uh, it's under it's around two hundred dollars. The Fluance is very, you know, high quality for that price. And so I've done, you know, hours and hours of research. So if you're looking for a good turntable, I'm going to let you know about the speaker situation. But it has built-in amplifier, which is important if you just want to do like uh, bookshelf speakers. You know, you get the back, you could just put the RCA jack. It's very important because a lot of these turntables don't have the RCA jack. And so you have to buy an amplifier on top of it. That's another three or $400. So if you get one with the RCA jack, it's really great. You could just plug speakers right in and then you go right to your vinyl. And so, yay, I'm excited. You got to open this with me. Very excited. I know there's a lot of YouTube uh, uh, videos where people watch people unwrapping things. So I thought that was going to be a little more exciting than it was, but we, we still did it together. <laughs> So being Women's History Month, um, we uh, last week, we uh, weren't here last week because it was, you know, St. Patrick's Day and Adam was out of town and I was moving. And so we didn't do the show. But we did uh, some female um, artists um, I did up top and whatnot. So for this week, I'm going to uh, pull my favorite lady of all time, Dolly Parton. This is uh, Here You Come Again, Dolly Parton. Uh, this is a great, great album. If you love Dolly Parton, who I think is one of the greatest songwriters of all time, probably one of the best music personalities of all time, and a hell of a comedic actress and one hell of a singer. And so this is a cool album. It's got a lot of hits on it. Uh, Here You Come Again, which is the classic everybody loves. It's got uh, Baby Come Out Tonight, It's All Wrong, uh, Loving You, Sweet Music Man, Two Doors Down, which is a great one as well. But uh, yeah, I love this album. It's a lot of fun. I'm going to put her on the new on the new turntable tonight. And uh, so yeah, so get you some Dolly. You know, Dolly's one of the best. She's beautiful. She's talented. Uh, she can sing. She can write. She can act. She's a Renaissance woman. So uh, get you some Dolly Parton if you get a chance. But uh, yeah, so I did a lot in a short amount of time, and that was my uh, my monologue for the for the day for Dustin's vinyl. I'm so glad you guys are here. Uh, feel free to keep chatting in. I love it when you guys uh, ask questions. So even if you're playing your video game or whatever you're doing, just throw a question about music, uh, if we, a reference that we make. It doesn't have to be necessarily about the album that we're talking about. It could be something reference that we discuss during the show. So if we bring up Kenny Loggins at some point, go, hey, I love the you know the soundtrack or whatever so just throw out as much as you can so we can be interactive with you guys it makes it a lot more fun so that's that i want to bring my guest out um two great music buddies of mine and uh, very excited jeffrey paul adam holtz everybody in the house what's up guys Woo. Hey, <laughs> Hello, Dustin. I did a lot there, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> I LA. unwrapped a present. I told a story. <laughs> L.A. Dustin. Oh, God. I love it. What are you old garden about? Some of the best music. <laughs> all gonna, the music yeah. you love comes from L.A. Uh, yeah, comes from the script. You're going to turn into one of these sunset guys. You know, Dustin's theme music. Am. Yeah, when he comes on the show, his theme music is going to be girls, girls, girls. That's Dustin you. Safe and hanging out. At that's the you. Strip. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's more you than me, and you know that. I'm wearing a breeder shirt. That's so more you than me. <laughs> I'm projecting, Dustin. I'm projecting. Okay. Well, you <laughs> yeah, come I'm, out. Come out. We'll put on jean jackets and, like, you know, cruise the strip that, and go to a strip club and get in trouble by our, our girls. It'll be fun. Let's do and it. we got to wear rock T-shirts <laughs> with the sleeves cut off with the jean jackets over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing push-ups right now just for that moment. I'm like every morning, I'm going to get in shape just so we can do that. Yes, I'm going to do that too. I'm going to I'm going to have 19-inch uh, arms with like a 42-inch waist, you know, so <laughs> Good luck with that. 
Are you guys Dolly Parton fans? You like the Dolly? Yes. Yes. Nice. The Dolly Dolly. Jolene. Well, that's probably the best song. It's one of the top 10 songs of all time. That's a amazing song. song. Yeah. A lot of people covered that and done a good job. Miley Cyrus just did a great job of that. Yeah. And then White Stripes is my favorite. They did a great job. I think it's the most covered song ever. Is it really? It's either that or yesterday, but I I think uh, there's another one that they cover a lot. That's actually on today's album, but uh, we'll talk about that later. In fact, Dustin, during (laughs) Christmas, I had an obsession with Dolly Parton because, you know, she has two great Christmas songs. Um, Do you know, which is more of like Uh, a religious type of song, which is just absolutely beautiful. What it really is, was, was remarkable. And I love a hot candy Christmas. Yeah, no, I bought my mother-in-law a Dolly Christmas album. So I think it had that on there. But uh yeah, she's great. She's uh I saw we I you know it was funny. I um Leah's birthday was uh November before the pandemic, you know, that November of I guess 19, 219, whatever, or 2020. And um I remember um I got her tickets to Dolly Parton at the uh what's that place? It's on 42nd Manhattan Center, I think is what it's called. <laughs> On 42nd? Um, Went that the Nokia Center? No, no, not 42nd. It's like, uh, it's a little further down, closer to uh, north, uh, the freeway, whatever, West Side Highway. Oh, uh, Terminal 5? No, one more. Give me one more. Hmm. It's, it's across the street from Lowe's Movie Theater. It's a music venue. Oh, uh, Hammerstein? Yes, Hammerstein. Yeah. Hammerstein Ballroom. Yeah. Yes. So, Third time's a charm, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm so fucking rattled from this movie that I can barely talk. It's, you know, I don't. I, we don't got time for that. We'll do it another time. But uh, I hate moving cross country. It's the worst thing ever. We 15 days on an air mattress waiting for our stuff. Horrible. So that anyway, great. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. That'll test a relationship if you can. If you're still together after 15 <laughs> days on an air mattress. Yeah, it's hard to get your girl to get frisky too. You know, you got to <laughs> you got to role play like you're on the Titanic in the water. Anyway, so frisky, what are we on? Three's company. <laughs> <laughs> I'm LA. That's that's yeah. so LA. That's, yeah, that's the LA show. LA. That's why I wanted to go to LA. I've been looking for the Regal Beagle the entire time I'm here. I'm, <laughs> where's the Regal Beagle? Where is it? Um, so anyway, I got her tickets and um, it, it was to Dolly Parton. I was so excited. And then we got her, we got, and then we got to the show. It was phenomenal. We we're kind of in the balcony, but it was, you could see everything it was great. And then it was like some sort of benefit. And um, we were like, okay. And then the other uh, musician was, it was it Niles Rogers? Is that the guy that's done all the oh, music? Oh yeah, the bass player. Yeah, he's yeah, phenomenal. He's, he's done music chief. for like David Bowie and Duran Duran. He wrote, Ch- yeah. he wrote China Girl. He wrote the yeah, he's, China he's, Girl. It's fantastic. And, and he played so, the Daft Punk. Did he? Okay, yeah. that's great. Yeah, he's punk. <laughs> but that being said, I'm there to see Dolly. So I mean, he's great, but you know, and I found out who he was after you know his catalog is phenomenal. But anyway, so Rock and Roll like, Hall of Famer, in fact, is he? Okay. Yes. He okay, cool. And so anyway, and so Dolly Parton comes out, and it's like some sort of benefit thing, and she we're like Dolly Parton, and everybody's there to see Dolly. I mean, there's like every. You know, everybody's wearing Dolly shirts and there's women in blonde wigs. Like, what, did, what, did you wear a Dolly shirt? Uh, I did not. All right. Good man. I don't care if I'm going to, though. <laughs> I'm going to wear every, from every concert, from, every concert from here on out, <laughs> no matter who I'm seeing. I'm going no. to make sure that I get the shirt and then take a picture. So, you know, I'm you cannot the do shirt. that. No, you're better I'm than going that. To. No, I'm not better than that. I'm more fun. I'm more fun. Anyway, so she goes out and she does. She opens with nine to five. And then she wow. does, which is great. Everybody goes crazy. 
And then she does uh, I Will Always Love You. And so that's phenomenal. Wow. And that's a great back-to-back. And sure. then she leaves. That's it. And I bought and I bought like $300 tickets. And then she just leaves. <laughs> and I was just like, what are you doing? And she never came back. And Niles Rogers went on. And he's great, but he's not Dolly Parton, you know. <laughs> and so we got you two do songs. good times? <laughs> did, did he write that? Yeah, that's yeah. Dun 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 bum 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 bum. That's his bass riff. That's what he's known for. He's one of the best bassists in the world. He is. That that's a good song. My favorite is Sanford's song. That's her uh, Quincy Jones, I think. Quincy Jones. He did, did the uh, the uh, music of um, Sanford song. Yeah, he did that's that song. That's his song. That's, that's his one song. of my all-time favorite sitcoms. That's it. My mine too. That's good. Still that holds ch- up. Still holds up. That Chico and the Man, I love, but uh, a lot of people. Oh, remember they used to be back to back in the yeah. day. In the Absolutely. day, as they used to say, Adam, you're too young to to know <laughs> right. Chico and the Man. <laughs> you young Freddie Prince. They, they they watch this stuff. You go to Antenna. That's it's a, a channel that all, Adam, all, doesn't all have time. Adam doesn't have time for this. He's just setting to Utah and doing his thing. That's he's, he's that's only cool. this month. He's he's gonna be you know uh, hanging he's, around. He's gonna be hanging around next month. He's beep bopping yeah. around. This, <laughs> this, this is the life of Adam Holtz. I know how this business is. <laughs> you get one good gig and then you wait for two months for the next. Oh yeah, the next month is gonna be dead. <laughs> yeah, just like comedy, dude. Just that's like comedy it's, production. Yeah. It's all the same. It's all the it's same. So funny that you said that. I was just having this conversation with someone today about like when you would tour, right? And like I'd be on the road with with with, with a band. And you know, you're out on the road for a couple of months and then you come back and you're glad to be home because you're sleeping a little bit, you're in your own bed, you take a shower. Then like a day or so goes by, and you're like, when's the phone gonna ring? You know, yeah. is this it? Am I ever gonna work again? Do I have yeah. to get a real job? Yeah, and then COVID happens. Yeah, and then COVID happens. <laughs> yeah, and then I think it's fucking destroyed your whole, whole career. Right. right. <laughs> yes. You know, like when you're ascending a little bit, yeah, and then it's over for you. Dude, I like I said before, you told me you like you know you said you're having it. You told me you go, Dustin, you're having a phenomenal year, and like shortly thereafter, COVID happened. I was like, Jeff jinxed me, and <laughs> <laughs> you started the year out on fire. Yeah, I, did. I did, and then it just I, went. I was, I was, and I, let me tell you something. I wasn't too far behind. You I had a lot of great yeah. things planned, and all of a sudden, is right. Why well, you gotta be competitive? Sucks. You don't have to be competitive, man. Just, just you know. I played sports. It's my nature. <laughs> Don't try and change me. <laughs> we we are gonna try. You're from Staten Island. We're, it's a, it's a it's a lifetime process. We're gonna we're gonna always be changing. Okay, well, All right, gonna what's be, going on? What do okay. we got? Let's oh, talk well, music. Come well, you on. Know what, before before we get into oh, the God. Dustin, yeah, you're bossing me. What's right. going on? <laughs> <laughs> we got we got a question here from uh yes, yes. from uh Captain Jack Rackham. Where'd you get that shirt? At the concert, Terminal Five. I saw the Terminal readers. Five. Yeah, and uh, I'd never seen them before, and uh, a friend of mine was really into them, Anthony Kaffer, uh, friend oh, of ours, yeah. Yeah. and uh, yeah, they were great, man. They're really good live. I was surprised by how good they were. They were good. People were moshing and having a good time. Like, yeah, they're Adam, really do you good. you know band. the breeders? Oh, yeah. yeah of course. Kim, uh, it's Adam. Kim Deal. Kim Deal and her sister. Yeah. And, um, and they were, weren't they in the Pixies, I believe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. I saw yeah. the Pixies, too. I saw them at the Roxy Theater in like 87, 88, 88 I think. Yeah, concert went with my father, and like he's just, wow. Yeah, really? he, well, he didn't know who they were, and That's uh, pretty cool. He so went. Yeah, he was just like you know, it was our first time in New York, and he's like, "So, what do you want to do?" And I said, "Well, I want to go see this band," and he was just like, "Well, I'll go with you," and so he went with us. But what was cool about the Roxies, they had like a balcony bar area, so he just stood up there and drink uh, Crown and Coke. 
And then I was downstairs like moshing and stuff. Are you talking about the, the Roxy that's on uh, uh, 12th, you know, which is now Webster Hall? Probably. Yeah. It was a long time ago. So, yeah, I mean, that's how long that's how long ago it was, it was before Webster Hall, which has been there forever. I used to, I used to go there, work there. It was, it was great. But let's get into today's album. Let's get into today's album. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And because because you know, here's the thing, Adam. You know this about me. You know this about me. You were talking about. You're gonna hate me after the show. Go ahead. <laughs> Wait after the show. Oh, this guy. Come on. Yeah, you you love, come on. Low you hanging love fruit. Low you hanging fruit. Me. I I, can't. Yeah, I got you. I got your low hanging fruit right here. All right. What do you got? That was low hanging fruit. <laughs> It's gonna be it's just gonna be a show like of, of, of roasting and and, and and bizarre references. All right, um, go. Okay. You know, people who know me know how much I love Pat Benatar and how much I crusade for her to be in the on, on the rock and roll hall of fame. And in on the last week, in our last show of Women's History Month, we are reviewing Pat Benatar's third studio album, uh Crimes, uh, uh, precious time, precious time. That's what we're looking at. Not crimes of passion, precious time. The third studio album released, uh, in uh, 1981. Uh, Dustin, yes. this album went <laughs> to number one. This was a double platinum album, and she won a Grammy for uh, best female vocal for this album. So awesome, it, and to me. When you look at this at the first side of this album, it is really a phenomenal album. It opens up with "Promises in the Dark," uh, written by her her longtime uh, husband and songwriting partner uh, Neil Giraldo, and it's about relationships and scars. And uh, it was written before they were married. You know, again, this is eighty one, and so um, it's really one of the uh, the Neil talks about. Uh, the songwriting process, like when they write together, he would initiate about 95% of, of, of the ideas would come from him, whether it be a riff, whether it be a lyric, whatever it was. Pat was the one that initiated uh, this song. And Neil uh, usually comes up with the idea for the melody. And again, written by predominantly by, by Pat. And it's you know, written on a, a guitar, on, on a piano, but is really known. Like, you know the song, right? Promises in the Dark. It's first a slow guitar riff, and then it becomes really fast and it breaks out, you know, uh, into like a, a whole big, like, you know, crescendo. Um, I love this song. It's one, It was one of the singles on, on this. I, um, I It should have gone higher than it, than it did. Um, this should have been a number one single. I, did, I think it did crack the top five. But Promises in the Dark is is back to back with the next song are the two highlights on this album for me. Um, then you had Fire and Ice. 
And again, usually the songwriting is only Pat and uh, Neil, but on this one, they bring in a couple of ringers. They, you know, they bring in Scott Sheets and Tom Kelly. And the thing with this is um, this is her third studio album. She's contracted to, to put out this album and it, it comes out you know, kind of quick after before, uh, right after uh, Crimes of Passion. Um if, you, if you're not familiar with Scott Sheets and Tom Kelly, they wrote songs like uh, I'll Stand By You, uh, Like a Virgin Stand for Madonna. You. Yeah, that's it. Uh, you, you, you sing that very well. Um, <laughs> but this was... That is the golden yeah. voice of Dustin Chaffin. <laughs> um, this song only made it to... Um, 17, but Fire and Ice, man, that's another one of these great killer Pat Benatar songs. And the interesting thing about uh, Promises in the Dark and Fire and Ice, I kind I kind of look at them as companion pieces because these were MTV staples and they were recorded on the same day on the same sound studio. And she's wearing the same outfit in both um videos so i think that's kind of interesting and kind of like then the next uh tune there's two covers on this album and i think they're both pretty good uh this the, the, on side one uh they she covers uh paul revere and the raiders uh just like me and you know it's a solid it's a solid cover uh and then the album ends with precious time which i really like it's it, it's the longest song on the album it's a little uh drawn out but it's it's kind of a deep song and what i like about it it's not a relationship song it's really a, a song in uh tribute to her mother who was her her biggest fan and, and harshest critic and you know it it's it's a very personal song it's about relationship with your mom and i like the lyric um life is too short so why pre uh, waste precious time uh and like you know listen i lost i lost uh, my mom and i when i think about that and i hear that song it you know I think those are very, very true words. Um, side two, I like. Uh, it's not as strong as side one. Um, I think It's a Tough Life is an interesting uh, song because it has like a rock reggae fusion sound to it, which I've, I've you, you'll hear later on uh, in about two albums later on uh, with Pat Benetton music. Um, take it any way you want. It was a good pop fun song. Um, the two songs I have a little problem with is evil genius and hard to believe because like i said this album is a, a contractual album and she had to get it out um and i feel that these songs were kind of were were rushed a little bit and then it and then it ends you know with helter skelter mm -hmm. which i think kind of you know, now you're looking at four songs on the album where two of them feel rushed and two of them are covers and there you got a nine uh song album and and, and with two killer killer tunes and the rest like pretty good you know especially uh precious time so i think it's i think this is one of her better albums uh she had a string of, of great albums i don't know how this woman is not in the rock and roll hall of fame and I, you know again I, I would recommend it i think uh precious time is is a great album dustin Yes, I was trying to find a, a, an image for Jay. Um, not a Pat Benatar fan at all. Um, wow. I, I had a very hard time listening to much of her music. Um, I feel like I stopped listening to her after fourth grade. <laughs> 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 Hit me with your best shot. Um, you know, that kind of stuff. I think she's talented. 
Um, I think the band is the is who deserves all the credit when I listen to the music on this album. What about the vocals? The what do you band think about was the fantastic. Vocals? She's good, but it's not something that stands out to me. You know, she's no Linda Ronstadt. Like she's no like it's just it's just it's okay. It's good. It's good. It's 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 very much of that time. It's a very kind of late seventies, eighties kind of rock uh, voice, female rock voice. Yeah, it's all right. It's good. It's definitely. Um, I just I don't know. I just can't. I like the Tough Enough song. I think that was a cool song because of the reggae. I, I figured you would like that. That sounds yeah. like something you would. That dig. was a good. Thing. That Helter Skelter made me want to bang my head against the wall. I mean, come on, stop with the Helter Skelter covers. I mean, you two was bad enough. I thought I thought you two was the worst of all time. This was, was up pretty there. Bad. How about um, Molly Cruz? <laughs> yeah, I I think Pat Benatar is, she I think she wins. That was pretty bad. Um it's, it's a tough just, song to cover. Don't cover it. <laughs> you're supposed, they you're have supposed to, to cover, cover no. You're supposed to cover here's the deal with covers. <laughs> you're supposed to cover songs that, that nobody knows that well. And it's like that's the point of a cover. When you cover something that's done perfectly. You know, kind of defeats the purpose, but um, she's talented. I think she's good, but uh, I don't know. I got a little Pat Benatar out, you know, Ooh. I think it was uh, love is a battlefield. I mean, I think that video was on every five minutes. What do you think about that video? It was cool at the time. I was a kid, oh my though. God. You know? What do you think of the dancing when Pat Benatar is shaking her non-existent tits? What do you, what do you think about? <laughs> I can't say tits anymore, Jeff. What do you? What do you? Come on. What are you, Lucy K? You can't talk like that. <laughs> Pull your dick out. It's Women's History Month. You can't say that right now. That's what they are. The tits. <laughs> You're looking yes, at me, tits. so you probably are. Um, no, it's not. You know, seriously, I got I got talking to by the by the management last time. So. Um, but yeah, she's, uh, it was, she was sex appeal. She was this thing of the eighties and she was like very, like a, very, a huge pop star. And I told you my friend dated her and stuff. And so it's yeah. like, I've, I've heard a lot about yeah. her and whatnot. Apparently she's a beautiful, nice person and you know, whatnot. You know, what thing I, I have a problem with, I a have haircut? a problem. Uh, huh? A haircut. She looked like Pete Rose. No, no, no. <laughs> She had, come on, she had a bowl haircut. She looked like a cross between Pete Rose and, and, and Mo she from the Three Stooges. She was, she was cute. She looked I fun. Didn't like I didn't mind hair. her haircut. I didn't, I didn't mind like her. the hair. Yeah, because you're like, you don't like anybody looking like a woman has opinions. Like, you want them to have, like, you know. No, I like Leah Ford. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So, well, brothel look, whatever. Um, anyway, um, I, I just, you know, I have a problem with, with uh, like, she doesn't play any instruments, correct? Uh, she could play piano I and mean, she does play, but like when she's live, she's the front woman. She's the lead singer of the band and she sings, but she can yeah, play. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it when, <laughs> um, it's the lead singer. If you're just a lead singer and you don't give the band any sort of name that bothers me, like, um, like, cause all you're doing is singing. Everybody else is making you sound real good playing drums and guitar and everything. They deserve at least a name. You know, at least Joan Jack, the Blackhearts, like at least, you know, like I like it when somebody the Heartbreakers or, you know, give your give your backing band a little bit of a, a little credit because that band is phenomenal. It and, is. My, Myron Grombacher. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't know. Great, Nobody would know drummers. their names. You're the only one that knows their names, like especially <laughs> in this chat. <laughs> Nobody else knows their name. And we should. So that bothers me when you're just a singer. And then, you know, your band gets no credit. That's well, just how much do you think of that as probably the record company's um, input? We're like, hey, look, we're going to market this this chick. She, she, she's a good looking girl. She could sing. Uh, and we're just going to call it Pat Benatar. 
I think well, she, after she gives, I think she after gives your, credit to Neil th- all the time. Yeah, I don't know. I think after your second Grammy, you could change it. I think you have more power once you start getting more established. It's not a big deal. It's just a stupid thing that I get to have a problem with. But I think she's talented, and this album is fun. I think there's some, uh, you know, good. You know, it's a good, it's a good song. It's better than I think that other stuff. I, I think I like it I, probably better than most of her albums. I think this is. Did I don't you know like Fire and Ice? Did you think that was a good song? Well, that was a pretty big hit, right? Huge. That was a big one, right? Huge. Fire, yeah. Fire and Ice. And, and uh, when did pro- this come out? 81. 81. Yeah, that's a, yeah, I was a kid, you know, I was like, so it was like, uh, it was music that I heard on the radio all the time. And I have a problem with a lot of that music. You know, because it's just even really good music, you know, it's just because I just heard it so much. It's nothing to do with the artists. It's just like, I mean, well, she anybody was an, that grew up in the 70s and 80s, it's like you got overplayed radio. Like she was an MTV was. darling, too, man. She yeah. was she was big. I remember you know what I remember. I don't know if uh, if you guys do. Uh, I remember going to see a lot of cover bands and they would always, if, if the cover band had a female lead singer, they always played Promises in the Dark. That was their go-to song. Yeah, that's Staten Island. You guys have a lot of cover bands out there. Yeah, it was like Staten Island, New Jersey circuit. But we also had a lot of bands that came out of it. That was like the equivalent of the Sunset Strip kind of thing. We had Twisted Sister and Zebra. You know, the, these were the bands. Uh, bon Jovi came out of that circuit. Yeah, uh, Wu-Tang Skid Clan. Skid Row. Yeah. Uh, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. <laughs> yeah, he came out of the loony bid circuit. <laughs> Didn't we all? <laughs> I think we all came through that. Um, but yeah, she's talented, man. And it's, you know, it's it, it, like I said, it's it, it, it didn't sound as poppy as I thought it was going to sound. You know, I thought it was going to be really poppy. And uh, it, was, it had a little more soul and groove to it. You know, but I think it came out uh, like, you know, 81. So that other stuff is much later. Right. A battlefield and all that. Yeah, that's more. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going to say it's about 84, 85. OK. Yeah. So it yeah. just starts to change the sound a little bit. And then then the next album after that was like We Belong. And, mm-hmm. you know, that that's when you start to lose me. Yeah. But she's good. What do you think, Adam? I think um, she's to me. She reminds me of a uh, roller skate rink music. Oh, uh, now you're heckling <laughs> us with. with uh, <laughs> oh, I mean, like you know, Shadows of the Night, Invincible. Yeah. Um, That's later on. Along, yeah. Yeah. How about yeah, Hell is for Children off of uh, Crimes of Passion? I don't even remember that one. You don't remember Hell is for Children. Oh, it's a great song. Hell is for children. That's right. Yeah, there you go. Dustin, sing it, Dustin. Sing it, baby. Hell is for children. <laughs> I don't get she is getting L.A. by the moment. <laughs> I'm coming home. <laughs> oh, sweet home. Well, that's a, actually a pretty damn good full set yeah. That's not bad. I'm, yeah, I got I got skills, Jeff. You have no <laughs> idea. You don't know do what I'm capable of. You make fun of me, but I can I can pull it out when I need to. All right. Uh, any questions? Anybody weighing in on Pat Benatar in this uh, gaming group? 
Well, Jeff, you got uh, the support of Captain Jack Rackham, who says it's downright travesty that Pat Benatar is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay, please. all right. Absolutely, that, Jay knows what he's talking about. He's a good man, that? that Jay. Who's that? Is that your son? Who's who's? <laughs> no, Jay's a guy. Jay's a guy. Did, did you have your son log in so he could say no, nice things? No, Jay is a guy out of out of um, out of Florida who is a big Raiders fan. He does a, a sports talk show, and oh, nice. it, it, people should definitely check it out. It's a great show. Very cool. Yeah, give Jay a plug. He's a good man. Yeah, we we'll get plug. We plug. We plug people on this show. Let's see. And then um, Jay dies a lot. Says uh, we would never have heard. We we would have never known the news or the E Street Band. So there's a uh, two more. What does she uh, have to do with the E Street wait, Band? No, 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 no. You, no, you for, said about right no, from before, from before, like you Lewis and the news. And the news, really, yeah. You know, can oh, you name? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. That's what I mean. Like, can you name anybody from the news? No, no. Yeah. one guy from the news. Nobody Paul can Rogers. name it. Paul Rogers. Paul Rogers is not in the news. Lindsay <laughs> 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 or a bad company? Come on. <laughs> Well, he started out in the news. Nobody knows. Actually, afterwards, because that would be way later. Um, yeah, keep going, guys. I'm trying to find pictures. Um, we don't have the album up because I dropped the ball today because I was in a sh- shitty record store that judged me for trying to buy a Poison album. Uh, Which Poison I album? Ju- I think they judge you. <laughs> they didn't judge you. I'm just teasing. Did they, just, did they look you up and down? Did they, what, did they, where was that they voice come from? Was that Jay? <laughs> oh it is oh thanks buddy because I, I dropped I, I dropped the ball like so you got it all right so i said the second album so that's going to be a little bit after this so we're going to get to it yeah yeah i got i got you did you get it i sent it yeah you got it all right any questions guys out there anybody any more pat benatar questions hit me with your best shot is a phenomenal song i i don't want to go to another album but i like that song a lot I think that's you know, a mantra for a lot of people. I, I think I've heard that. I think I'm, I've had enough of that song. I've reached all my of, limit. All of her hits you've had enough of, but I'm no, just no, saying no, if I no. had to pick one. No, not, not Problems in the Dark. Or Hell is for Children. <laughs> Hell is for Children, or, I heard. Or, that one, or, they, fire, they, or fire and Ice. They played that one a lot. Fire and Ice, I think they played, but I was it was the way great, before. Such such a good song. And I like Precious Time, too. You know, I like this album. You guys yeah, can't make uh, me change my mind. I like it. Good, buddy. But she needs uh, she needs to give her a band and credit. She should be, and she should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I guess. She's a great band. I guess. She's all right. Is she, you know, what's she doing now? She tours. She Is still she? plays. With, and, and, it's, and it's built Pat Benatar and Neil Geraldo. Oh, okay. See? See, see she came around. It only took, <laughs> only took 40 years. <laughs> but she came around. Exactly. But she still looks good and she still sounds good. You know, Pat Benatar's cool, man. I, I I really like her, and you know, she from what I heard, she put up with a lot of shit from 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 uh, sleazy record guys and stuff. She used to talk about how uh, uh, you know to get her record played, you know, you know these uh, creepy disc jockeys, you know, uh, would would uh, have her sit on her lat on their laps and stuff, you know, just like weird shit like that. But uh, no, nah, man, she she put up with a lot. She's she I think, I think every stuff. woman in the music industry at some point, you know, that time period had to put up with that kind of stuff. But not uh, Joan Jett. Joan Jett stuck to her guns. She took she she was a tough broad and took no guff from nobody. Because <laughs> she liked girls, so mm-hmm. people knew right away. All right. Um so, I didn't know. 
You didn't know the shit girls? Dude, I have the worst gaydar in the world. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't even know that Paul Lynn was gay. <laughs> Nobody knows who that is. <laughs> Oh, right. come on, antenna TV. Everybody knows. <laughs> so Huey Lewis in the news. Who else is like that? Huey Lewis in the news. Uh, Tom, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. the Heartbreakers. Without Googling, who is there any other bands that uh, give credit um, to their backup band? E Street Band, somebody said. Yeah. Anybody else? I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. It's like Kenny Loggins and um, Messina. <laughs> <laughs> is it Messina like the backing guy? <laughs> I don't know. There's gotta be somebody else. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. All right, folks. Uh so Adam, bring in this next one. What do you got? This All is- right. So we got the uh we got the fourth studio LP from the band The Pretty Reckless. Pretty and- Reckless. <laughs> you've been talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> for, for like two months you've been talking about this band yeah i, I hadn't even heard them before <laughs> dustin i was going on your recommendation <laughs> I well i was really excited about this band because i found them on accident because i uh, i do that thing that what i love about you know i do love vinyl and i do love going to record stores but i do love streaming music as well and uh what's great is i'll put in like just the word new or I'll put in like a, a, a word like blood or, or, or death or, you know, what I'll just put in random words and I'll find music that way sometimes. And I just, I think I put in new rock and this band came up and I mm-hmm. uh, was very excited and just kind of death by rock and roll was a song that I listened to and the video is really badass and weird. And uh, yeah, I think this, uh, this band has, I, that's cool that they have four albums. You could tell because, you know, I think it's, you know, they've, they, you can tell they paid some dues and they kind of got their sound down. So I really, I really enjoy this album. Did you like it? I, 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 so I've gone through it once so far. I, there's some okay. songs I really like. I also find it's a bit generic too. Some Ooh. generic hard rock. It's, um, okay. it's a little uninspired. It's not really, you know, some of it, you know, some of it's really grungy, which I like. Uh, songs like "Only Love Can Save Me Now" with uh, Matt Cameron from uh, Pearl Jam and uh, uh, "Death by Rock and Roll." I liked. I thought that was a great one. "Get So High," "Got So High." Um, it, it gets a bit hokey, especially towards the end. I think a lot of it sounds like late '80s, late '80s power ballads. But like "Witches Burn." Oh. <laughs> You know, one I really did not like was, and it's got Tom Morello on it, was uh, And So It Went, which I just can't stand songs that have children's choirs in them, except for Another oh, Brick in the oh, Wall, too. I don't, I, don't, I don't even like that. Yeah, I just, I don't I know. Don't it's like just orchestras. so contrived. Orchestras right. are worse. <laughs> Metallica, ugh. Yeah. I, um, I enjoyed, I enjoyed her voice. I thought she was cool. I thought it was kind of a gothic rock kind of, it, had a fami- it did have a familiar sound, but uh, you know, it was something I hadn't heard in a while and I'd somebody new and I don't know. I enjoyed it. I think it's uh, something you want to crank up. Oh yeah. Know? Yeah. Something that has like rock a- and roll was, 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 was good. Yeah. Um, I kind of agree with you, Adam, with, with, I think that was a great uh, terminology. Uh, it is pretty generic. Um, Some of the struts, yeah. You know, it's all shit you've heard before. It's all stuff you've heard before. It's inspired. Yeah, it's still stuff you've heard before. It's Queen. It's like every other song is like, sounds like. It's inspired by, but it's different than. It's no less generic than this. This Did you think her voice, I thought her voice was good. 
it's not Amy Lee good. Like, you know, you put a lead singer like Amy Lee in a band like this, and I think it takes it to another level. Right. Of course, Amy, but that's Amy not what this is. Lee but that, it's not what this Evanescence is. to another mm-hmm. level. Yeah, but, you know, I think they do a good job. I think there's, it's, you know, it's enjoyable. It's like, I don't know. I don't put too much stake in something right. that's new. It was right. okay. okay, stop talking like that. But, <laughs> yeah, I least, can't pull that off. <laughs> no, not at all. Not even close. Show us your tits. But the thing is, is <laughs> it's just something, it's nice and you haven't heard it before. Even if it does sound generic, as you guys would say. I um, I just, I enjoyed it. Exactly like the struts. I enjoyed it. I could criticize the struts all day, but I wouldn't because I can, I could also lose myself and really enjoy the struts because I do. I've listened to that album over and over. And even the new album, I think is pretty good. Um, not nearly as good as that last album, but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't put a lot of stake into criticizing this band because I just, I'm excited when it's something that I haven't heard before and something, something fresh. It's a song I haven't heard a couple of songs and, I think I think a couple songs lose a little bit of it, but I think they get it back. It's kind of a, I think you know they'll do one good song and then a couple are okay and then they'll save themselves. But I like the one with the kids. I thought that was cool. I like that creepy weird stuff. But I don't like the orchestra. But I like kids singing. I don't care. I just mean yeah, I don't like kids singing. Enough enough with the kids. Enough with the kids. There's been lots of family-oriented songs. Oh, stop it. It's not no. family. It's not family oriented. It's supposed to be creepy. <laughs> yeah, I think the creepy. only song it works on is another brick in the wall part two. Yeah. Okay. And they, okay. So yeah, it works. So you don't, you don't like it there either, Jeff? No, Come on. no, I don't really. Okay. No, uh-huh. I, I like it. To, I like We're it ending the, f- the show. We're ending the show. <laughs> I, no, I like, cause, cause I like, Pink I like, Floyd. It's, it's one of the greatest <laughs> albums ever. That's I know. A I like one like the- hell. I like into the flesh better. No, I don't, we I, don't I, need I, no education. Yeah, that, that song doesn't drone on and on. <laughs> That's a great song. You really need. to Maybe stop. I heard it too many times. I've had enough of it. I can, uh, you reach your, you reach your, your limit. My reservoir of patience for that okay. song. Right, yeah, is I understand. Dry. Mine's Pat Benatar. I'm I'm Pat Benatar. I can never. And I love Pink again. Floyd, but okay. to me, it's not even. It's not even that. It's probably that they're the third best album on the wall. I agree. Yeah. What would you say? I the go, first. Wish we were here. Um, the, Dark you know, side the, of the moon. Dark side of the moon, and then mm-hmm. the wall. Yeah, I would agree. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. That movie's phenomenal. That Great. Movie's Love the movie. Yeah. Yes. It's cool. All right. Anybody want to chime in out there in Twitch land? Yeah, we got a uh, Jay dies a lot. Wants to ask you, Dustin. Are you a November rain hater? Yes. Oh, <laughs> Dustin, <man. laughs> Jesus Christ. One album wonder, Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction. They were um, never able to follow that album. You don't like it. But don't... Every, single, every single song on that album is dead on. And I think it's top 10 hard rock albums of all time. But it's the only album. I can't do them. I can't do. I can, I can jo- enjoy Patience. I can enjoy a few other songs here and there. But uh, yeah, November Rain, I can't do. My girl loves it. And she gets mad because I think she she loves that that song. What is it? Illusions or something? Use your illusion. Use your illusion. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. I was just listening to that today. It's it. Of course you do. You don't like uh, um, Don't Cry? Nah. Really? I only like Appetite. Appetite's the only one I want. Appetite's great. No, it's amazing. Mine is great. They can't follow it, though. 
I mean, like that remake of uh, Live and Let Die. Oh my God! It's yeah. It's uh, no, I don't. Civil War. <laughs> Civil War is great. It's a good song, but it's you know it's too it's too it's overproduced. And then God knows they kept getting over and over and overproduced. I mean, that's why Chinese democracy was so terrible. Like because they got away with songs like that, and so they which was a good song, but you know it goes to their head, and then they overproduce, and then that's what happens. It's like the, what's so good about Appetite? It's like it's raw, and it's not that many hands involved. Um, one thing I like about um, I don't know if you read. I actually have it right here. Um, I don't know why it's here. It was holding up my computer. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you read the Slash book, you read it? this is a, this is a no, great. Is it good? Oh, it's fantastic. And there's some great stuff about Guns N' Roses in the beginning days, which I love. Is you know because uh, Axel was always sleeping on Slash's mom's couch and everything. And then um, one thing I really love, they were they were in the studio, and when they were doing Sweet Child of Mine, uh, Axel was, they were in the middle of recording it. And uh, the part where he goes, where do we go? Where do we go now? He was literally saying, like, where do we go? Like, you know, are we supposed to, like, you know, do a hook or whatever? Like, he was literally talking to the producer in the sound booth. Like, that wasn't a lyric at all. Like, he was just like, where do we go? Where do we go now? Like that. And then, like, they thought it sounded so Why did good. that just sound like Charles, Charles Nelson Riley covering Guns N' Roses? So, so they put it, I'm actually telling her a cool story from a book because I read books. And so, anyway, but they were, you know, I read so part I just thought, of books, Dustin. I, was, I don't read the whole Let me finish a thought. You're the worst. Seriously. So anyway, I thought that was a cool kind of rock and roll cool story, story that I could tell. But no, you're just being a dick. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. You, you have to work hard to be funny. But I'm just saying that was, you know, one of the things. Go ahead, guys. I'm tapping out. <laughs> Can't interrupt a cool story. Uh, we're just, <laughs> Let we're somebody just, finish the story. Oh, we're just having fun. It's a, it's, it's a good, I like having that fun. Story. You're having fun. I'm not. All right. <laughs> Dustin, stop it, please. No, uh, no it's a, it, that's a good story. I, I love it. I, I, and the problem is I, I start books and I don't get a chance to right. always like finish them. Like we just, we just had Bobby Brown on and I read part of her book, but I couldn't, I didn't finish reading the whole thing. Did you read the whole slash book? I did. Of course. Why would I read a book? Why would I read the whole book? I don't know. Of course I'm going to read a whole book. Th- things get happen. I'm not an I st- animal. I read a whole book. <laughs> I, 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 I saw books. I don't finish them. Yeah, you know, Pat Benatar albums, I don't listen to all the way. That That's definitely for sure. But books, I'll read all the way through. <laughs> 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 I'll skip through Pat Benatar songs. This is becoming a contentious show. I know, because you interrupted <laughs> me when I was trying to tell a cool rock and roll story about it's, Axel and Slash. It's, like, it's, just let cool me finish, story. drop a beat, let me drop a beat, and then you jump in. Uh, yeah, that's, why I, that's why I hate podcasts with lots of people because everybody it's like double dutch everybody wants to jump in <laughs> <laughs> let people finish all right it's gotten weird i like it i like it weird all right what do we got right. anybody want to jump in want to heckle yeah, so me we got, What's uh, going on? we got hilarious <laughs> Angerich says i read it i recommend it too yes ah. it's great Very uh cool. we got we got a, a couple from uh uh captain jack rackham first uh gotta ask jeff paul um what about Rolling Stones? You can't always get what you want with the kids' choir. No, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> now he's just being I, mad. He's no, just being I mean. don't like that song. I never really? liked that song. I was right. never one of my, oh, was not even my top 20 Rolling Stones songs. That's a great song. You don't like because yeah. of the kids. Okay. No, All right. I don't like it. Ruins it for yeah. me. Right. Any other songs yeah. for kids? I don't know. Hmm. 
All right. You just don't like kids. Why'd you have kids if you hate kids so much? I don't hate kids. I, hate kids. <laughs> I don't want I don't need them singing on my rock songs, Dustin. Okay. I, I don't I need don't, I agree. I That's why I don't I don't need a cello with my rock song. You like ELO? No. You don't like ELO? Wow. No. I like them. Do you like the Beach Boys? Not a fan of good okay. vibrations? They're okay. Pet sounds? They're good. They're talented. I'm not cranking it up. I'm not putting it on my turntable. But it's, it's, it's good music. Do I love it? No. But, you know, I, I'm, I, you know, everybody likes their stuff. It's just not something I'm going to go out of my way to listen to. But uh, I like kids singing. I like the Sesame Street. Sound. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> this show. This is, might be our last show. I think uh, we've, we've all we've all ran into a wall. We don't like each other anymore. We're all gonna just like this is the last show, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, but uh, you know, whatever. I mean, that's just the beauty of music. That's the beauty of stuff. Is you can, you know, you like what you want to like. You know. And uh, not everything that I always hate it when people are too. That's why I didn't like about the record store today. I felt like it was too snooty. Like people think like, you know, the, the way where we are in society is people think that they can say this is great and this is bad. It's like, no, because what's bad to you might be great to me. You know, that's the beauty of it. Like nobody's ever right about art. You know, the art is the most subjective thing you could possibly have. That's right. So, yep. Yeah. Some people love kids on singing. Some people love a violin with their you know, B V neck guitar, whatever, you know, it's, you know, what a flying V guitar, whatever. I don't necessarily like that. It was a couple of weeks ago. We brought up um, a Miles Davis album and then yes. someone, you know, uh, you know, I ran into, you know, we're talking music. You talk about, Hey, you know, Miles Davis sucks. I hate that kind of music. Guys. I'm like, you can't, first of all, you can't say Miles <laughs> Davis sucks. You, you could say, I'm not into Miles Davis. I really, it doesn't yeah. really do it for me, but you can't say, he, oh, it sucks. He blows. He's saying, <laughs> you, can't, you can't say that. It's, it's like when people are you know, classical music. It's so gay. It's no, it's not. It's not. You can't say you, it may not be for you, but yeah. it doesn't mean it's terrible. It's like, you have, I mean, Dustin, you probably see this all the time when people like shit on comedians, maybe this guy's style isn't for you, but it doesn't mean he sucks. Well, sometimes with comics, it's true. They they totally suck. But I think most art forms, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, but no, you're totally right. It's, but yeah, there's some guys, there's a lot of famous artists that I'm not into at all comedians. There's definitely a lot of famous comedians. I'm like, okay, I don't get it, but. You know, exactly. You know. Right. It's not, it's not, it's, it's, it's not for everybody, you yeah. know, but it doesn't mean like that, you know, there's not an audience for it or they don't, they're not good. They're, they're good at what they do. Miles Davis clearly is very good at what he does. And I, I mean, like, like, I think the one common thread that we all have, like we could all listen to different types of genres of music as long as, as it's good. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny how, cause sometimes it's like whatever your influences are or experiences with music sometimes reflect how you respond to it. You know, I had a very hard time um, listening to the saxophone because when I was in college, I went to Parsons and they had the uh, jazz program that was there. So my roommate was a, a saxophone player and he wasn't that great. I don't know how he got into this jazz school. And so he would play the freaking saxophone all the time. 
and it was a very small dorm room. And so it just blare into my ear. It was just, I would walk down the hall. I wouldn't go into my room because I knew he was there playing. And so it took a very long time before I could listen to the saxophone again. So I hated all saxophone music because of this <laughs> experience with this guy. And I still, to this day, I can only listen to Coltrane. Like I can't do hardly anybody else. Like, uh, so. I listen to a band like um, Hole and Oats and, yeah. you know, uh, Manny, who had sax in there. Can you listen yeah. to that? It's all right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have I have some hollow notes. They're good. I, I love the early stuff way before the hits, I think, is when they were more talented. I mean, it felt like they focused more on the music as opposed to kind of the well, hit, really the hip the, stuff. They really were the quintessential Blue Eyes uh, soul, you know? Yeah, they're good. And the cover of um, She's Gone, which I believe was a Tavares song initially, was great. Yeah, they're cool, man. But, uh, you know, you're losing me a little bit after Man Eater. You know what I mean? I just don't want to be. I just don't want to be singing man eater, you know, when I'm hanging out trying to groove out. <laughs> All right, Adam, what do you got, buddy? All right, so uh, your mom's uh, arch enemy asked, "Does anybody go through a whole album without skipping anymore?" That's a good question. Uh, if it's Pat Benatar, maybe. <laughs> this is a good, good album. <laughs> I, you know, it's tough, you know, I, I don't know. I think it's, it's like, I try to listen to a whole album. If this show has actually been good because it makes me listen to whole albums, but exactly. you know, naturally it's, you know, there's definitely good albums. We've covered some really good, like kick is one of those albums yeah. we covered last time. And, you know, appetite for destruction is something I can listen to all the way through you know, there's definitely, and then there's songs, you know, there's albums that kind of have a cohesion to it. Like Rush is one of those bands that like, you know, each song kind of has, you need to listen to the first song to really appreciate the other song. And, you know, there's bands that do, I love it when they do that with the albums, but then there's, but then there's people, you know, put too many covers on the, which we've covered some albums that had too many covers and things like that. But, you know, but yeah, I don't know. It's just I don't think albums. I don't think people were making albums like they did in the seventies and eighties and sixties and whatnot because they're making. Uh, you know, the music industry changed so much. It's about selling they, they one song sing. on iTunes and stuff. So yeah, it's the, the oh that hit song. No, you know? no, no. What I listened to recently that's a real good album from cover to cover. Check out it's a new band, uh, Black Pumas. Yes, we talked and, about them. You yeah. know, I know them. Yeah. And yeah. If cover to cover, that is a real, real good album. I mean, what I've been listening to is that, and I've been, I went back and been listening to um, Sabbath's Heaven and Hell, and because it's like the 40th anniversary of the album, I can't believe that album was 40 years. Yeah, and old. It, it's phenomenal. It's still, it's still as good as the day it came out. Die Young, Wishing Well are two of the, the, the most underrated rock songs of all time. It's such a good album. Hey, Twitch people, um, give us what's an album that you can listen to all the way through. Like, please uh, hit us, hit us with the messages of uh, an album that is good from top to bottom. Does anybody we got have a few one here already? Yeah, yeah. we got, got uh, twenty one twelve, which we covered Absolutely. weeks ago. Yeah, hundred percent um, right. Solid. Um, album. We got uh, somebody saying Taylor Swift's nineteen eighty nine and uh, folklore. Okay, I like Taylor Swift. Jeff does not. I think she's very talented. I think she's very talented. (laughs) (laughs) And she's hot. All right. Uh, We got uh, Weezer, uh, Blue Album. Blue Album. I I, I think Pinkerton's a better album, but Blue is a good album, too. That's a very great, great debut album. 
Let's see if we got any uh, more. Back in Black for me. I think Back in Black is phenomenal. From I love every well, single phenomenal song. on so many different levels. Yeah, Back in Black is is definitely one that I always lo- enjoy listening to it all the way through. We got the albums of Yes, which uh, Yes, who's on here? Yes, somebody threw on Yes. Yes, uh, Captain which, which Jack Fra- uh, Rockham. Fra- fragile. Oh. That must be Jeff's friend. If he's yeah, throwing out Jeff's yes friend. albums. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the only reason I'm saying that captain is because there's a lot of kids on here. So I enjoy right. that somebody's, you know, not 19 throwing in a yes album. So thank you for that. But right. I think we it's get, still funny. I, I do no shows with co-hosts that like yes. <laughs> I mean, not only that, I like it, this fucking despise yes. I have yes. three albums. That's the weird thing. Good and man. You should have three albums. Yes is great. Yeah, they're not terrible. I'm I, I'm into it. You know, I mean, I I just buy all kinds of music. I'm not into everything that I own. I just enjoy having a collection of things. And so, you know, sometimes I'll listen to things that I'm not that into, just to kind of culture myself and say, oh, let me give it more of a chance. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of bands that I need to go back again. You know what I mean? Like, apparently, Genesis is a good band that I never listened to hardly any songs. And there's certain, you know, Peter Gabriel, I never got into. You know, there's certain bands and musicians that I just kind of missed yeah we got uh blue by joni mitchell no all right and uh it's like it's like a divorce crowd in here tonight (laughs) 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 jeff and i are fighting there's this like joni mitchell stuff's coming in this is i like this applebee's bar Mom and dad got in a fight. <laughs> Tony Mitchell. I love it. This is, this is an electric show. <laughs> you know, I love you, Jeff. We're just real yeah, in here. We're real. Like your brother. Emotion. Yes, like your brother. exactly. It's like real shit. We just talked. My, so my brother who also doesn't like Pat Benatar. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Give me your brother's uh, phone number. I want to hang out with your brother. Anybody else? Anything yeah, else? We got um, to wrap it up soon. Uh, bookends by Simon and Garfunkel. Okay, I like something. Is that a good one? Anybody know? I is that which one's that? What's I have on it? Let me see. I have to look that one up. I mean, I love the Graduate, um, and uh, in April we're going to do all soundtracks, so we're gonna, we'll talk about That's that. Right. That's right. Um, Looking forward to that. Uh, we got America on that. We got Mrs. Robinson, Hazy Shade of Winter at the Zoo. Oh, so it has all those. That's, oh, okay. yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Bookends. Bookends is um, the you know that starts it. Um, let's see. Save the life of my child. Overs. Voices of old people. Old friends. Faking it. Punky's dilemma. That's about it. Sounds like a pretty good album. Yeah. Yeah. That's I good. Used to lo- love them. My mom was a big fan of Simon Garfunkel. Yeah. But she used to call him Finkel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Hey, I, like that, I like that Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> all right adam what's new what do you got this week we gotta wrap it up soon all right uh, the big one is since we already talked about amy lee earlier evanescence the brand new album the bitter truth comes out uh, this week my girl loves them i love them. Not, do you yes i love them. i love amy lee i think she's the most underrated singer ever really I thought I that was love Pat Benatar. Her. I thought Pat love Benatar. Love her. Pat Benatar should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And then, <laughs> it, then in, in about five more years, after I get Pat Benatar in, I'm getting Evanescence in. <laughs> hey, you should do, you should do a GoFundMe for Pat Benatar. <laughs> I can see that this, this spin article I have in front of me says, Evanescence are stronger and louder than ever. So definitely okay, uh, one to Can't check out. check that out. Yeah. Um, let's see. we got a reissue, Dire Straits, Brothers in Arms, 2LP, uh, 
mm. recorded at half speed. I don't know really. I don't really know what that is when it's recorded at half speed. At half speed. Yeah. Ask ask our people. Maybe they know. Um, was it half speed? Anybody know what that means? We're a vinyl show. We should know all these questions. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Vinyls half speed. Well, I guess you know. Um, Adam, don't forget to plug the Paul Stanley album. Yeah, yeah, you that came out I think a week ago. Or? You talked about that already. I you, love it. I you, love it. It's so good. I love Paul Stanley. I love Kiss. Yeah, we know. <laughs> In fact, when we go walking down the, into the Sunset Strip together, that I'm better. wearing my Kiss shirt. I'm wearing my Dress to Kill shirt. I have a I have a Kiss shirt, dude. I'll wear mine with you. Um, you gotta come out here, man. You keep saying people talk shit. We'll see, see if you come out. Uh, You've been out there for one week. (laughs) (laughs) I know, literally one. Well, I got my turntable, so I'm officially moved in. So I'm pretty excited. (laughs) And then we, the thing is, moving. We, this is how retro we are. We got, you know, we couldn't get rid of our VHSs, and it was just like this thing where we're trying to like we could only have like 35 boxes or something, and we literally went over. Because we could not bring Ghostbusters one and two on VHS, like that's that's how ridiculous we are <laughs> that we have this <laughs> connection to just CDs too. Leah has like just books and books of CDs, and we were just like, God, we got to bring the CDs. And so I bought a CD player. I didn't have a CD player, and then I bought a VHS CD G- VHS DVD combo player that ah. I can't even hook up to my flat screen because it's too out of date. So I gotta <laughs> I gotta figure that out. But uh, yeah, so can you hang out and we can watch VHSs? It'll be a good time. <laughs> uh, this is all incentive to come out. <laughs> I, can, I can watch a I can I can watch a VHS copy of, of Office and the Gentleman. <laughs> Office and the Gentleman on VHS. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I hate that chick with the blonde hair who makes uh, the guy kill himself. Oh yeah, well, who doesn't, man? She's bothers, oh, that really bothers me. That scene. It's, it's a good, that's movie. A good, but that's a good, good movie. I like that. Yeah, it's good. Sad, good. Yeah. All right. Anything else coming out, madam? Uh, one, one last one before we wrap up. Uh, Tame Impala, Inner Speaker, the tenth anniversary edition of the Australian rock band's uh, debut album, and it's a four LP expanded edition. Oh, nice. Is that is it half speed? Right. <laughs> Some good uh, psychedelic rock. So definitely worth uh, checking out. Nice. All right. Very cool. All right, guys. Thank you so much for uh, listening. Please uh, check us out. We're going to be starting a Patreon page soon. And uh, I think Adam's going to start putting up some of these episodes on uh, podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're about four behind, but uh, we're going to get there. We got a year supply ready to go. (laughs) (laughs) But he's a busy man. And I appreciate you. So, uh, yeah, go to our Facebook page and our Instagram page and uh, follow us and get the word out. We really appreciate you. And if there's an album that you want us to cover and uh, Jeff and I, we still love each other. Don't let the fighting fool you. And I uh, hope you uh, go out and buy uh, stuff. So yeah, send us a request. What do you want us to cover? And thank you so much for tuning in. And this is Dustin's vinyl, Jeff, Adam. Bye guys. Yeah. Rock and roll, baby. Yes. Bad Benatar. <laughs> love is a battlefield. <laughs> Hit me with your best shot. Thank you. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.